Oh, uh, yeah. CXM Experience. Here we are. Another day. Another CXM Experience with Greg Kahn, uh, CXO at Sprinkler. And today I want to talk about uh, Walt Disney and uh, particularly Mickey and Minnie Mouse. For anyone that knows me, I'm a pretty big Disney fan. I'm not sure I'm the world's biggest Disney fan, but I'm I'm definitely in the top very small percentage of that um, top quarter percent, perhaps. Um, I once, for example, spent nearly a year, 300 days uh, going to Disneyland every single day. Just, just, you know, just for perspective. Um, I have been to Walt Disney World uh, nearly 50 times. Uh, and, you know, the list goes on. I'm a founding member of D23, the Disney fan club. And um, I've been to all the D23 expos. So big, big, big fan, big fan, big fan. And uh, particularly a big fan of Walt Disney himself. Uh, the Walt Disney Family Museum in the Presidio uh, in San Francisco is an um, entrepreneur's uh, masterclass uh, in terms of the obstacles that he had to overcome and the, the things that were thrown at him. It's quite incredible. And what's beautiful about the Walt Disney Family Museum is it's the family's museum. So they've got some amazing things like the train that he used to ride on in the backyard and all sorts of incredible family heirlooms and all sorts of incredible uh, pieces of trivia, but uh, all his uh, Academy Awards, for example. Um, but uh, they also tell it in a non-corporate way. They tell the story from the standpoint of the the struggle and the challenges and the the issues that he had to deal with. And you really get a, a feeling for it. And at the end of the um, exhibits, you walk into a gallery where they talk about his death and they have the celebrities around the world um, honoring uh, Walt Disney. And I've been to a lot of museums in my life, but uh, I've never been anywhere in any museum where I actually cried and that, that the power of that room is amazing. So, uh, yeah, I'm a pretty big fan and, and I love the Walt Disney company's work. I love what they do. Um, I love the experiences, um, that they create. I do think that the Walt Disney company is arguably 50 years ahead of the rest of us in terms of understanding experiences, the new brand. I think they've, they've been there for a really long time. And one of the things I love about being in the parks is watching how everyone participates in creating a great experience. So if there's a, a piece of trash on the ground, which is rare actually, but if there is a piece of trash on the ground, and the reason it's rare, I'll tell you in a second, uh, you'll see a manager reach down and pick it up and put it away. Uh, they don't wait for the trash person to do it. Everyone is responsible for keeping the park clean to making the experience wonderful for everyone who's there. Uh, one of the reasons there's not a lot of trash is they did a bunch of studies and they found that if they can have, if you're always within 20 feet of a trash bin, you'll tend to throw it out in the trash bin. Uh, as soon as the trash bin distance increases, uh, then you start to become more likely to drop it on the ground. Uh, and so when next time you're in Disney World or Disneyland or, or any of the Disney parks, just take a look around at how many actual garbage cans there are. And they're, they're very cleverly integrated into the landscape, so they don't jar out. Because uh, they're they're painted to connect with with your frontier land, they look like frontier land garbage cans, etc. Uh, but it's shocking how many garbage cans there are uh, in the parks, and they do that to make sure that the garbage doesn't land on the ground. Anyway, so um, like really, just probably, I, I maybe my one regret in life, honestly, is that I didn't work for the Walt Disney Company. I think that's 
And something I really wanted to do was actually my goal when I was at P&G would be that would be my next job. And I got talked out of it by a bunch of people. And I think that was a big mistake. Um, But, you know, it is what it is. So uh, I have had a chance to enjoy the experience on the other side in many ways. So why am I talking about Walt Disney today? So today is uh, the anniversary of the release of Steamboat Willie. So I'll tell you about Steamboat Willie in a second, but it was the animated sound short cartoon that introduced Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse to the world. Uh, It was released on November the 18th, 1928. So you could argue that Mickey Mouse's sort of official birthday is today and that he is 92 years old. And I got to say, he doesn't look a day over 90. He looks amazing. Uh, and so, uh, and Steamboat Willie is like extraordinarily innovative film. In fact, it has been voted one of the top 50 animated shorts of all time. I think it was number 13 overall in the, uh, in the set. Um, it was a very interesting story. Um, you know, it was, it was kind of a comeback story for Walt Disney. So he had had a series called Oswald the Rabbit and it was uh, animated by, um, a lead, the lead animator who was working with Disney at the time named Ub Iwerks, I-W-E-R-K-S. Uh, and uh, Ub uh, defected and took Oswald and most of the animation team uh, while Disney was on a business trip on the East Coast. So he's on a train, goes to the East Coast, does a bunch of business stuff, finds out that he has not only lost his character, Oswald, um, but also his lead animator and his essentially entire animation team. And as legend has it, as he was coming back to the West Coast on the train, he sketched out Mickey Mouse. Uh, And as actually his wife said, you know, he actually had a different name for Mickey Mouse and his wife suggested Mickey and sort of, you know, not many people remember Oswald. Everybody knows who Mickey Mouse is. And ironically, a few years ago, the Walt Disney Company finally bought back the rights to Oswald the Rabbit. And if you go in the parks today, there is Oswald the Rabbit merchandise, which uh, I'm, I'm not sure it's a big, huge seller, but I do feel there's a very poetic justice quality to having Oswald back in the family and having it all integrated again. So anyway, so this uh, this cartoon was uh, the first cartoon to incorporate sound. Walt Disney did all the voices. Uh, it was, um, it you know, kind of a, an, it considered a very, very, innovative cartoon of the times, black and white. And uh, in Steamboat Willie has uh, become sort of a classic of its kind. And so uh, if you want to know more, uh, I would encourage you to go to Wikipedia. There's an excellent page on Steamboat Willie and it tells you all about it. So, um, so kind of happy birthday, Mickey Mouse. And thank you, Walt Disney Company, for all the amazing, incredible memories uh, that you've created for me and my family's Uh, over the years. uh, It really has been an incredible experience. Um, But I do have some feedback. And it's pretty unusual, actually, for me to have feedback. Um, You know, I don't recall a time when I haven't felt touched by magic when I'm working with Disney, except my most recent interaction. And this, for me, is an interesting example of how uh, one bad experience can can kind of color your perspective uh, even though the Walt Disney Company has literally delivered thousands of amazing experiences to me. 
thousands of amazing experiences. And just to be clear, I'll be overly dramatic. I'm pretty much still in love with everything Disney does. But when this was an issue, it had a big impact on me. And I was shocked. I was shocked to find my reaction the way it was. And here's the issue. So uh, the uh, parks have annual passes. I've been an annual pass holder uh, in um, Disneyland or Disney World uh, since probably the early, like 2000 or so, 2000, 2001. So like about 20 years. And it's great being an annual pass holder. You get a little uh, magnetic uh, sort of sticker you can stick on your car. You get discounts in the stores and you're an annual pass holder and you can renew it every year at a discount. Now, for some reason, my annual pass this year uh, renewed in January. And I don't know, I don't know what happened. I never saw a renewal notice. I didn't get a notification, couldn't find anything on it. Maybe it went somewhere else and it wasn't forwarded to me. That's that's not unlikely. Um, but for whatever reason, I missed my renewal on my annual pass. Well, let's just say for a second that's on me. Okay. So it's been a little weird this year in terms of like addresses and locations and forwarding and had some sort of like, you know, not fantastic um, sort of forwarding uh, protocols going on. And so it's been kind of a wacky year. And so let's say that's on me. I, I missed it. I missed the renewal. Um, so I was planning on booking a trip to uh, Walt Disney World and I called up and uh, I went out online and went to renew my annual pass. And there's a notification that they're not renewing annual passes right now because of COVID. It's like, oh, that's kind of weird. I really want an annual pass. So I called and explained the situation. I've been an annual pass holder for you know two decades. Um, I'm a D23 Expo member. Still have that. I, have, I didn't. I didn't lose that. Um, have you know? I'd say reasonably fanatical devotion to the Walt Disney Company and Walt Disney, and would really like an annual pass for which I was willing to pay full full load. Like I'm not trying to get a deal or anything. I'm not even asking for the discount from January. I'm just saying. I am willing to pay full freight for an annual pass, I'm not asking for any favors. And um, they wouldn't sell it to me. And then, and then the, that was the agent I was on with. I was like, Are you really, how is this even possible? And, and so she actually, it was an interesting example of maybe how not to do it. She said, listen, I'm going to go call customer service, going to get into customer service, I'm going to talk to them. And um, I am going to see if I can make some magic happen. I was like, oh, yes. Because whenever they say magic in Disney terms, you know something special is about to happen. They're about to land some magic on you. I thought I am golden. And I was on hold for, hmm, I'm going to say 45 minutes. It was a very, very, very long time. Um, it could have been an hour. It was a, it was, overall, I think I was on the phone for about an hour and a half to two hours on this particular issue. And at the end of this extraordinarily long hold time, which had no music and no character voices and nothing fun, she comes back and she says, I'm sorry, but we cannot sell you an annual pass. You're just going to have to buy a park ticket like everyone else. Boy, oh boy, I tell you, I, I was really upset, like super upset. And uh, I've kind of gotten over it a little bit. I'm okay. I'm actually planning on going to Walt Disney World soon. My fiance actually has an annual pass, which she is not having a problem renewing, so that she's got one. Um, but I will say I'm, I'm a little sad about it. And I was actually 
surprised that they weren't able to sort of make any magic happen. And it was interesting to me where um, actually at one point I was like, you know what? Like, forget it. Like, I don't even want to go anymore. Let's just go and like do Harry Potter world or something like that. Like I was just, I was like so pissed off and, and you know, I've kind of caught myself and I'm like, Oh yeah, grow up a little bit and try to like be a little bit mature and like try not to be like a complete 12 year old all the time. But, but also it was like amazing how, how frantic I was and not being able to get a thing I wanted and how upset I was so quickly uh, about an experience that was less than optimal, uh, given all the amazing experiences they have. So, and this is actually something that Gartner talks about a lot. You have to think about experience, not just from the standpoint of overall, because uh, overall you want to provide uh, a body of work that's outstanding, but you also have to remember that the most recent experience is the one that people remember the most. And so, and the most recent experience could be the checkout or the most recent experience could be the call to the agent or the chat or whatever. But experiences are temporal and a thousand great experiences from five years ago are not worth nearly as much as one really bad experience 10 seconds ago. Uh, so that must make experience even tougher to manage uh, over the long run. So we'll be talking about Walt Disney a lot more. Uh, I love Walt Disney Company. I love Walt Disney. I'm really sorry I got kind of angry, but I'm good now. Um, I'll just go buy a park pass like everyone else. I'll be a little sad when I do it, but you know it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll manage, and we'll go from there. And maybe we'll kind of get things back on track in a couple of years. But uh, but I will say that um, you know it for me it was an interesting example of the experience economy. So that is the CXM experience for today. I'm Grad Khan, and I will see you next time.